recording. Yeah, man. Rolling, rolling, rolling. All right, then. All right, all right, all right. All right. Full house. Full house. We're in house, man. <laughs> Sinner's yeah. Finance. I'm Sinner Speed. Finance Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't even know what finance CS, Sinner CS. I ain't a Sinner though, but. Yeah. Uh, of course. CS visuals. <laughs> um. Mike, you're not going to introduce yourself. <laughs> oh, the voice is gone. The voice is gone. Mike. Mike. Uh, few guests in the room as well. Special guest flew. Flew yeah. from the special. Yeah, yeah, special yeah, yeah, yeah. Tris Taylor, man. I'm in the building, man. Cutting the crap. I'm cutting the crap. Come on, man. Can come get rich in the building, man. Mad. Nah, hello, sir. Time with you. <laughs> <laughs> to the mic, to the mic. Um, the halal sinner, man. Time with you. Yeah. I said halal sinner. White Jim busy inside. Come on, bro. Come on. Uh, mad. This is all unexpected. I know what. You get word. me? Yeah, man. Well, you like you like. I just landed. Where are you like coming from? Up. So uh, what? As in today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now nah, today we've been we've been in Brum last two days. Um, okay. We banged out a few podcast episodes. We came from Leicester yesterday. Done the London run. So yeah, we're just on a literally a seven to ten day podcast run back to back, basically. Mad putting that mad podcast graph. Yeah, man. Have to, bro. Have to. I hear that, I hear that. So um where are you lot coming from? Let's let's hear a bit about you lot before we get into yeah. the topics. obviously this is the finance, this is the sinners team. You get me, you lot are new, you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's all about shared experiences. So let the people them know who you are and what and what you represent basically yeah man firstly um big up everyone sinners podcast like appreciate you guys for having me um so yeah obviously i technically just came from dubai but obviously we're originally from london um brand builder marketing advisor a sales trainer that's sort of my professional background if you want to put it that way but yeah my go-to is just building brands and scaling them and taking them to the other level and, and actually being able to make them into profitable businesses rather than just ideas that sit on the shelf you know that's 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 my role and obviously next to me i've got my business partner my right hand cam um and together we're kind of on you see, you see the jumpers cut the craps the brand that we're just on the on the run man just to kind of um not on that kind of run but on the run to just kind of um get more eyes on the brand let everyone know what the message is and what we stand for and people that are actually 24 hours a day 365 days a year in the trenches of entrepreneurship no through gazing that's around there, you know? Because that's what it is, man. The trenches, you get me? Yeah, man. 100%. We're in it. We're office babies. That's our thing. We treat the office like, man, treat the bando and stuff, you know? Get <laughs> 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 right, that's what we're feeling, yeah? Come on. So when you say brand builders, you like, what does that entail? Like, Yeah. Um, so firstly, my background has been branding for like about a decade plus. Yeah. Um, building my own, helping other people build theirs. So it's the, it's the concept of you've got a business idea, mm. uh, a business is a business, a brand is a brand, and very rarely are they combined successfully. Yeah? So what we effectively do is we, we jump in at the stage where it's a great business or maybe it's not a great business. And then what we do is help you turn that into a brand. Brands stand the test of time if you do them properly. Brands connect with people, um, they're 360, it's what people feel, it's what you feel when you go in Foot Locker or buy a Nike trainers or Apple or Virgin, these are things that it affects the subconscious. We don't even realize it's happening, but that's why we are attached to these things. So um, yeah, so as a brand builder, 
what, what I effectively do is I help entrepreneurs turn that business idea into a brand and then go through the scaling process. So that could be sales strategies, marketing strategies, could be business consultancy. Um, yeah, it could be anything from there. I feel like I'm on Charlie's slough right now, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's it, man. It's, 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 it's making that, 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 that cool because I think a lot of the time we, we hear about entrepreneurship, we don't know things like what's a brand and yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, man. That's key that is because a lot of people don't know the difference between the business and the brand. Mm. You know what I mean, a lot of people out there building businesses and don't don't look after their actual brand. Hundred percent, or know what it means to actually, you know, differentiate the two and and market in ways to you know cater for your brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. on the flip side of that, there could be somebody that really understands branding but doesn't understand That's business. Business, big you get me. Yeah. Big and it's facts. like what you said is true, and it like brands will definitely stand the the test of time. Mm. You get me, but. If they're not profitable, then they won't have the ability to stand the test of time, no matter Facts. how strong the brand is. You get me? So when companies get that right, that com- they've, you get me, they're cemented. So that's Apple, that's Nike, that's, mm. Adidas, that's all of those brands that have found a way to tap into what their message is. Yeah. And then they get the consumers to basically like fall in love with the ideology. And then yeah, yeah. You know facts. yeah, big facts. Yeah, big facts, man. So when you're... So, so, so when you when you've got a client, do you prefer to work with a client where that's just got the idea, mm. or to kind of fine tune what they've got already? Personally, I prefer when they know business mm. and they understand. I, I I'm I'm sort of like I take on clients at the earliest stage, but I just prefer when they themselves have got a vision but just don't know how to get there. So most of my clients, they're already you know that like we're talking about half a mil mil profit up. So they 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 they're doing well for themselves. It's just about okay, how do I now take this to the next level? Scaling. Yeah, I, personally, I prefer that, but it doesn't mean I don't take on clients that that are sort of at the earlier stage. But yeah, I prefer that. I, I've got a marketing agency as well. So so when it comes to like brand new, we usually just send them to the marketing agency side and help them from the, the basics. But when it's like scaling, yeah, I prefer when they. I prefer when their business has already got that potential when they've seen a good run and they've had a couple of years behind them and it's just like, how do I break this barrier, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's your entry? Like, where do you come from? Do you come more from a, a branding perspective or mm-hmm. from a business perspective? So your your uh, gateway into doing what you're doing now, yeah. like, where did your interest lie in the beginning? Um, good question. Initially, if we go back like almost like 12, 15 years, it was branding. I was, I was never really business focus as such I just always wanted a brand that lasted the test of time I grew up seeing brands I was big on brands and the reason that really came from was ownership like I always was big on ownership and I understood that if you build a brand that's successful it can 360 and once it does that it connects culturally and that cannot be sort of interrupted if you've done it properly Um, and then as years went on I started to realize obviously your your ideas as big as the dreams are you need to fund them right so then the, the business side sort of came into it but originally I'd say the branding, but now I've had a fair share of both. So now I'd probably say I'm slapping the middle now. All right, cool. Yeah. So where does you see your business partner? What's your name again? I'm Cam. Probably. Cam, so where do you fall into this then? How does this partnership work? And what is it that you, not bring to the table, but like what's the synergy between you two? Yeah, got you. So my my side of things is more so for if you're a coach, consultant, even agencies, anyone with a following really, helping them to obviously, Tris builds the brand um and where i come in is actually just to help people actually monetize their their knowledge what they know get paid for your skills and actually okay. what you know okay um and yeah so that's that's kind of where we start and what about it. you then so where did that start did that start from like instagram and 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 you, know you? What? 
the way it started with me wasn't how it can work for most. So the way it started with me is I didn't have a following, but I knew how to scale an online agency. Um, and if I knew how to do it with no followers, I'm seeing people with followers and with knowledge and I'm saying there's no way that you can't scale. You don't even have to go outbound. My thing was always, I would go and find people. I'm saying, you guys have got them there. Just get them to pay you. So how did you two link up? It was literally in, like that. It we linked up in, in Dubai, Dubai on a yacht on a random one. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be fair, the synergy between us is 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 like would seem 10, 15 years deep, but we only linked up last summer. Um, mm -hmm. And how we linked up was he kind of, he had, he had seen what I'd been building for years because I've been on, online for years, like a lot of, my advantage is that I, before I understood that you could make money from this stuff, I was just pure, like I'm very pure thoroughbred entrepreneur, like before it was cool to be entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he kind of like gave that the recognition and was like, you can do a lot more with this. Um, and I always, I always knew that, but to be honest with you, I never really cared about the internet making me money because I was, I had businesses. So the internet, I just thought, that's just kind of like, where I just, it's my outlet, if anything. Um, and then we sat down and he was just like, look, this is, he had already scaled his businesses up online. Like he just said, he did that without following. So he's looking at me like, bro, you got a following like, and you've built for years organically. Like you, you should 100% take this to the next level. We sat down and- Can I ask a question? You see yeah. that conversation when you two sat down, mm. was money discussed? In between us two? Yeah, from, from Cam's nah. Alright, nah. safe. Now this nah. is a beautiful thing that you're saying right now. <laughs> and he's smiling and he knows why he's smiling. Mm. So basically within Sinners, obviously you lot have introduced yourselves and told yeah. us who you are in it. Yeah. So for me, yeah, I'm a creative mm -hmm. photographer, filmmaker, content creator, all of that stuff in it. And Speedy's my brother, this is my mm -hmm. guy in it. And he used to have a media, uh, a media channel called Flush Media. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, like, yeah, I know about yeah, Flush. You get yeah, me? So yeah. back then, in it, and that was like in the the golden the golden uh, age of YouTube, and yeah, like yeah, when all the artists started mm. uploading yeah. their music videos on there and whatever. So I was like one of the go to guys then in terms of music videos in the city. Mm. So his business partner is cousins with my cousin, and then my cousin has basically told his business partner, and then we just align like that yeah. you get me so then speedy's using me in terms of uh for music videos and whatever and then obviously he's gone away he's come back and he said yo sinners podcast we're doing this and, it. Mm -hmm. and he says i want you involved now when he's told me to come to the situation he's like bro i want more from you than just the stuff that he knows that i can do in it in terms yeah. of content and filming and whatever so now i've kind of gone into the role of creating and assembling uh, a team you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But this team is uh other content creators because obviously with podcasts the way that they scale is from the content that you're putting out on tiktok on yeah. instagram and whatever in it so now we're kind of like what nine months deep into what we're doing here and obviously we're, we're we're making waves in in our in our own right. We're definitely doing bits and bobs, mm. but we get a hit up every single day, yeah, mm. by people saying, "Oh, I can make clips for you. Oh, I can oh, do this. Bro. I can do that." But He's the reason to what I'm saying people, it though man. is because look now, so Cam, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Cam's aware of you, yeah, yeah and yeah, you two yeah. have linked up. Obviously, yeah. he hasn't pitched to you, but you've linked up. Yeah. When you've linked up now, Cam hasn't said, "Yo." Oh, you could do much more. Give me five grand 100%. and I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more of Punch. Cam can see what you can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you are hearing what Cam's saying and you're yeah. receptive to that. Yeah. And then you two are now mobbing. It's value, it's value yeah, exchange. Like that, that, value. that point that you just said, like me and him rant about this all the time, especially the short form editor thing. Like, oh, that you have me on a rant with that one because we get them DMs all the time. Um, and for us, yeah, like it was, 
we 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 both believe in the same philosophy of like value first like forget the the money and all that comes afterwards like what can we show each other and to be honest it was never business bro he was just saying to me like as a brother like bro you could be doing xyz and i'm showing him i'm like i'm I'm a lot older than cam so i'm showing him see this is even more beautiful now yeah i can see like not i don't want to throw your uh, your age out there so i didn't want to ask that but he's good with that he's good with that all right cool then so i'm seeing it as this younger generation yeah they are so sick in the sense of they've got the audacity to say Fucks. I am who I who I say I am, but yeah. they don't have the the, the catalogue or the work mm. to say who they are who they say they are. So now when you're coming to situations and you're trying to pitch in that, I'm looking at you and bro, I can see through the bullshit. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. nothing. That's there. cut the crap. That's what <laughs> cut the crap's about. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's the crap we're cutting, <laughs> no, man. No, you lost Mikey. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I totally yeah, agree with yeah. you, but what I'm saying is though. Are you knocking those people for trying? No, I'm not knocking them. I rate them. But I'm saying you could be so much more effective mm. if you were to take the approach that Cam took and rather than focus on, on the bag. Because you're going to get a, a quick look of £500 up front or two grand up front. And it, that two grand could be 20 bags in the next two months Fact. if we mob together. Bro, yeah. the reason why, why I, I fully agree with what you're saying as well is because off of the back of that, like from his part, we've now formed a bit. Like in the last six months, we've run it up together. Like... Mm. We're like, we don't know each other from nowhere, bro. He's yeah, moving to yeah, Dubai. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, not, yeah. he don't live in Dubai. He's moved to Dubai on April the 1st. Yeah. Like we've now obviously just done a podcast tour. We got in, like we've done so much in six months and that was because I could tell it was pure hearted from him and vice versa. So mm. I agree with you, man. Trust me. Well, obviously where that, where, where, where that comes from is like he says, you get loads of people hollering us mm. for the service, mm. but they're, try, they're trying to get money out of us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Five bills here yeah, rather than equity. All right, yeah. let me let me jump on Mike's point. In that, yeah, in that, in that, God. don't get me wrong. Like you, you, you still need that too. Yeah. Like not everyone can just be brothers <laughs> and it'll be organic and connect. Do you know like, what I mean? I understand it. Like I'm yeah. saying, I rate them because yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if our generation had their audacity, then we would be way further ahead. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. if we just had that mental belief from but from early. But you need a mix of both. You need though. a mix of but both. But you know why you feel so passionate about that? Because man are from the old school. So no, I feel passionate about it because I was Cam. So when mm. I would see situations, I'm not mm. approaching it with money. Mm. I'm approaching it with value for the Yeah, person. but that's because you're old school. No, uh, all right, cool. I tell yeah, you why I say that. I tell you why I say that. Because I'm like you, I'm the same. I'm old school. But the new school gen... Even though we might say how we feel, they will go and find a hundred clients yeah. who won't. Yeah. So that's why there's a market for their <laughs> thing. Like yeah, man yeah, will pay yeah, them yeah, yeah, for yeah, the short yeah, form yeah. with a couple JPEG clips yeah. and captions, yeah. and they they got clients. Like they're rolling. So. But like what, I was, like, like what I was saying to you is that that that's the, they don't give they don't give a shit about us, bro. We're just we're the consumer. Facts. You know what I'm trying to say? They don't products. Yeah. So if we don't buy it, someone else is gonna buy it. Facts. You get it. But what you have to value is how you're seeing the bigger picture, though. So if you carry on continue to have them conversations or realize that these geezers that keep hollering us, yeah, have have got something, you have to still have the same conversation. Yeah, because Matt hired a yeah. couple of them, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What, you know what I mean? Same, yeah. likewise, likewise we yeah. have. Let me, let me say this. We have, obviously we have a discussion about some of the topics we should discuss. Mm. Yeah. And it, it was literally like, you literally said, old school. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's happening nicely. Yeah. Yeah. But, I guess everyone's got to start somewhere. Yeah. But then the internet is almost teaching everyone how to be so efficient, it misses out that human element. Yes. Mm. Yes. Like the, AI, yes. the AI, the, the, the systems, the yeah, internet man. saying, yo, get your bag, get your bag. Yo, don't, don't settle for less, this, that, the third. But the reality is it's missing out that building. The yeah, man. Yeah. Mm. That long term, the thing that you can't, 
yeah. can't quite quantify. Yeah. Facts. It may never pay off. Facts. But it might it might save your life one day. Yeah, that's the having game, that man. connection. Yeah. Mm. Facts. The, the, the internet don't. You can't buy that, man. Yeah. Mm. I hear it. So would you say Cam helped you monetize your following? Then? Yeah, man, hundred percent. Like I, I give Cam hella respect for what he's done. Like in the mm. sense of, like I was always making money from my businesses. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, like I, I got myself to a good position without the internet. So I had a little bit of that old man mentality where I'm like, I, I, I like the. I've always built brands on the internet, but I'm also thinking like, man, what's the next business venture? Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, what I would say he done the best was he opened my eyes to understanding like, okay, cool. If I structure it just a set, like I always call it like the golf uh, mentality. You know, like in golf, if it's like a, a millimeter to the left, you can get a massive different result. The smallest tweak. That's what I feel like has happened here. It's like a tiny tweak, but it's made a massive difference, mm-hmm. bro. Do you get what I mean? Let, let me ask this. As someone involved in property, everything's quite physical. Mm. I'm dealing with the bricks, I'm dealing with people. What are we saying? Does the future look more digital, as in digital services? A million, man. Or is it? Mm-hmm. Is that is that even a debate? Oh, oh, <laughs> because are you saying now, like, are you not into ownership of property? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm still big on like. Look, I came in here, I saw the brothers' unit. Like, I'm I'm in discussions about having a unit like this in Dubai. I said, like, bro, this has inspired me. I'm gonna go forward with that. So I'm still big on the ownership physically, but. Being honest, bro, like I one thing about me, like I'm 31, but I still understand this new gen and, and I, I don't fight it. Like I get it. Like I feel the same as man, but I understand it. I understand AI metaphor. I've, I'm, I'm, and I'm not just like from an onlooker. I'll get knee deep and understand like, okay, this is where we're going. So yeah, bro, the future is digital. Now it's digital. It is all digital. You know, I almost feel like though, and I'm, I'm not against mm. the moves like I use GPT on a <laughs> I get pissed when it goes down. I need it right. to write policies and all these kind of things. You know? mm. But I almost feel like if we all go towards a digital revolution, then who's going to actually own the properties and own the actual physical spaces and things? But let me throw something at you. What, what if there isn't, what, just a what if? What if there's no don't longer? Ever, don't what, ever tell me there's going to be no physical. What if, what if though? Where are you going to live? I'm not. I'm just. I'm just asking. Man, are living in the metaverse and that now. <laughs> Our bodies are living in a real place. And no, 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 no. Of course, I'm. I'm bantering. I, I agree yeah. with you. Like I do think. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, we can't lose that. Yeah, no, we can't. We can't. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. Make all the money digitally. Yeah, it's the fastest way. No, no, knocking that book. You should always go back to something physical. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. I think that's why even like doing this run of meeting people in the flesh, it don't compare to me knowing you on Discord and, mm. do you know what I mean? We, 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 we have an advantage because we know that, but I think it's very important that we, 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 we move with the times, man. Why would you say it has to go back to the physical? If you're running it up online and you have been for the past 15 and it's going to continue to go more online, why do you have to go back to the physical? Because I have to go with those original principles that there's no more land being created. At the end of the day, the most valuable thing at the end of this all will be the land that we stand on. Mm. I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying it's the quickest way to make money. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the it's the best way to preserve and grow money. Mm. No, I agree. I'm still I'm big on like I see my brother S in the back giving nod. He's an Airbnb man. That's the Airbnb guru over there. So he's agreeing, and 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 I agree as well. I think there's there's still massive value in the tangible. Um, but I just think I don't think it's either or I think it's both, both. yeah 100 yeah, yeah. Yeah. 100%, 100%. 100%. 
That's Man, them on the sofa though. Yeah, uh, we ain't, we didn't even get that in. And I'm acting like you're not on camera. You get me? Listening right now, inside though, man. Yeah. What what do you like do though? So, I'm a fitness coach, and I'm a host as well on a podcast called Spooder Juice. Okay. Don't know if you've heard of it. Well, Cost, man. Cost, man. Come on, man. Talk up your thing. Stop dimming down your thing, man. You know the rules, man. Furthermore, start again, man. Cut the crap, man. What are you doing, man? Cut the crap, man. Nah, nah. Wheel it up and go again, man. All right. Okay. I'm a fitness coach as well. I've got my own brand called Jim Busy. My name is Jim Busy as well. Going to be doing online coaching soon. Just loading for that. And yeah, with Tris, anything Tris is on. <laughs> Come on, brother, man. Bro, man. Speak a bit more about the podcast. Yeah, um, man, talk your yeah. thing, man. So basically, what Spill the Juice is, we get influencers and celebrities to come online and they spill the juice, basically. Yeah. We ask some raw questions, controversial. It's a bit gossipy, but mm. it's doing numbers right now. So. Well, obviously, there's a space for that as well. Facts. You can't, you can't, mm. act like, there's not a space. Facts. Yeah, like, a whether space it's gossipy or not. With, with the UK... It's slowly coming. Yeah, yeah. It's very raw, isn't it? Like, like if you're from the royal, yeah. you're a man, you, you're your brethren, you can talk that. Yeah. I mean, online, it's like, right, it's more sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. just trying to break barriers. I think in America, it's much more bigger and that seems there already. But I think with the UK, right, we're like one of the first, like, or not the first, but one of the first to come out and be like, right, ask some raw questions. Like, right, yeah. how much man you beat? How much girl you beat? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like, we've got a lot of people talking shit as well. Online, don't know why you're talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it comes with it. Like we got fit skin in it. Like they might say stuff, but we're just like, we got numbers, mate. We're, we're yeah, going. we've already been doing it for like eight months. So yeah, man. It's Obviously, the in comparison with the American thing, it's a, uh, it's true over there. It's a, it's a, it's a lot bigger in it, but. Um, over in England, a lot of people are more reserved with uh, what they put out there, mm. their brand. You mm. get what I'm saying? We were talking but, about that today. But like, you've got a lot of um, influencers online that uh, maybe have them kind of characters and they're not showing it. And mm. maybe that's why they don't see the fruits of their labor. Or maybe, it's a lot. I feel like a lot of them have got numbers, but no money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Cam loves that one. <laughs> He's a link with Cam, man. Yeah. Cam loves that one. You get what I'm saying? But, yeah, no, I feel like, 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 the scene is just mad sensitive. Like even like the natural industry is yeah. like mad. Like we don't want to say certain things and everyone. Why do you think that is? Why? Because I've got friends that are rappers that have been doing this thing in the rap scene for years. I've been in the industry like behind the closed doors for years. Mm. So I actually know that like, I'll be my brother. Like oh like can't do that here. Like do you get what I'm saying? Like they just always protect the brand in a way. Do you know what I mean? But I think it's opening up a little bit as we speak. But yeah, man, with our, with, with our shows for the juice, we don't give a fuck. Like, we was like, right, fuck, fuck, everyone, fuck everyone, just say what you need to say, be raw. Obviously, it's a lot of backlash that comes with it as well, but you've got to be prepared for that, innit? So, do you get a lot of viewers f- from the States? Um, yeah, we do, you know. We've got um, some things that flew out from Sweden and that to come on the show. So, yeah, it's growing. I think that's one of our, our goals is to actually branch out and start going globally. and getting girls from different cities, getting girls from different areas so we can see like how they think mm-hmm. I was different compared to us. 
You're doing a show in Portugal, right? You feel yeah, 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 yeah. So we're like one playing games, mm. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Portugal, flip one out. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Cheeks out there, man. That, budget, that budget's <laughs> mad. <laughs> that budget's mad. Yeah, it's mad <laughs> like, yeah, fair, we can't even leave shout the studio. Shout out to Boss Spiller. To be fair, my brethren, like, he just, he's just from the roads, bro. And he's just like, right, just want to clean up. And he says his story all the time. Like, he's actually just trying to make a difference, isn't it? So yeah. he just put... All of it, like, all of it. I can't even take no play. Like, he's hit me like, right, I need you. Mm. But all of it's him. Like, come and go Portugal. Let's be different. Let's try the girls out. Let's yeah, you know what? Yeah. Tell Spiller to come from though. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what it is? Cause don't, I ain't, we ain't yeah. gonna lie. Like, we yeah. reached out to man and spoke to Spiller. Oh, you get me? But man said, oh, Brom's yeah. too, too far. far. Nah, Says nah, too nah, far. Nah, nah. See, after, <laughs> like, nah, the link's there now. That's why we're here now, man. Make the link, man. After we do this trip with Tris, can't lie, it's open up. My eyes in it, so yeah, yeah, man. And you, bro, Ty <laughs> Mitch, tell them I the I things, man. Hey, Ty, talk your shit, man. Today, man. <laughs> Punch my up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my background. I'm a boxer. Um, mm-hmm. I ended up getting in trouble back in the day when I was like 20 years old. I'm 32 now, and I just messed up my um, didn't mess up, but like really paused my career. And what I wanted, I went to jail for like four years. I come out, I was on license for like eight years. So I wasn't able to box pro. Um, but I was doing like the unlicensed boxing like the, and that stuff. So I've had about 40 of them fights since I've come out. So that's been going all right. But I kind of wanted to just get back pro or try and get onto the Misfits kind of boxing side. Because um, nothing was just happening for me in the UK, man. It's just like, mm. I felt like I was getting... I, did, I really didn't want to leave. Like I was trying my hardest to stay here. But something like, I felt like God was just saying, bro, you need to like fly your wings. And I've been to... Dubai a few times this year, linked up with a couple of my guys over there. And when I was there, it's just opportunities coming my way, opportunities, opportunities. I just thought, you know what, take the leap, fly the nest, and try to make something of myself overseas. So that's like kind of what I've been doing over there at the minute, man. That's mad. So can you explain the Misfits thing for me? What, what's that? Yeah, so the Misfits boxing is basically YouTubers and influencers, mm. rappers, it's anybody like with a decent social media background. But, the, but my my aim was never to go on there and fight YouTubers. That's bullying. But I am actually a fighter. So I'm not going to go on there and just punch up a YouTuber, bro. That's <laughs> yeah. oh, yo, get that back, man. <laughs> well, with the Misfits now, they've, they they really think outside the box. Mum's Taylor and that, that KSI's manager, and he's, he's one of the guys that runs it. Like He really thinks outside the box. He's got people doing tag team fighting this weekend. And okay. They have this and that. And it's a Russian thing, that is. They've also got a lot of actual boxers now. So they've got like um, people that was boxing, like undefeated pros, like people that are coming over to fight on the show. But it's going to make them fight each other, not the YouTubers and stuff. So I'm trying to get on that side. But the problem is they're all bitches, man. Nobody wants to fight, mm-hmm. man. It's got a bunch of YouTubers. Yeah. <laughs> I think the YouTubers have got more heart than these than these yeah. actual boxers. These actual yeah. boxers are just, they're not trying to get it. So I've got to go there this week and then we'll is, see. Is, that, is the money in the Misfits better than... Way better, bro. Yeah. Big bag. Yeah, because they got yeah, the, they got the following. Big bag. Mm. Unless you're like... and I don't even mean world champion, high-level world champion. I know a lot of world champion boxers have never made a million pounds, never made so, never made two hundred bags. Some world champions, oh. and then you got these YouTubers that are going on and getting paid two, three hundred bags to have a free round, two minute round. What kind of followers? Like, what's the minimum kind of followers? It, it, I don't think there's no. I don't think it doesn't matter how many followers because they'll get someone with a big following to fight someone. Oh. It's just more. They, so most of them. Some of them, <laughs> some, of them some of them have got millions. Some of them have got a hundred k. Some of them mm. have got maybe sixty k. Depends on yeah. everybody, but. Yeah, that's that's. I'm trying to get on that, but also while I was in Dubai, that's how I met Tris. Yeah, um, he was actually. I, I already seen him before I met him, both through my uh, my bridge and Raheem. He done his CEO CEO. Oh yeah, Shout out Raheem. That's yeah. my boy, and I've seen him do that. And then I'm 
must have put on my um, Insta, I wanted someone to set up a website for me. So our mutual friend reached out between us and made us link, but we'd actually mm. only seen each other on our mutual friend stuff. So we linked up and he was like, cause I'm not really, uh, I don't really know so much about business like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I'm branding and all this. I just literally box or do like get sponsorships and stuff. That's just been my life. Um, and I wanted, to, I'm mad you should say that cause I'm starting an online fitness stuff for myself. Cause I was doing some coaching out there. I didn't even plan to do no coaching. But people see, because I spot a lot of high-level boxers and I've been spoiling um, boxing my life. I've been around a lot of people. They always ask me to train them and stuff. So when I was in Dubai, I started doing a little bit of personal training, but I'm I'm not really too much of a people's person. So I think the hmm. online thing would be better for me. <laughs> so I went to sit down with Tris. I said, oh, I need a website. And he basically looked at my Insta and he said, yo, bro, you're <laughs> ramping, bro. <laughs> like, you know, word for word. Like, dude, if, you, if you did this and did that, I'm saying... But, I don't understand it. I don't even, if I open a laptop now, but I wouldn't know how to use it, but I know how to use my phone and that's it. Like I'm kind of an old man. So that's how me and Trish hooked up and obviously I'm going to be doing some bits with him and he's just going to show me the pattern on certain things, man. He's saying like, look, bro, you're ramping. If I had your platform, I'd Trust me, man. So I'm just trying to monetize it the best way I can. Well, you're putting yourself around the right people, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah, man. The thing is, he's already, like he's doing the same thing we said we're not doing no more. He's dumbing down his thing. Like he's already a monster right people like way above even myself like he's a monster people in the sports world like he's even when he said he's doing like personal training like he's been I don't know how you would want to word it but with Tyson Fury you've done a lot in regards to the training side of things with him so he's he's already very credible it's just about knowing like he just said it's the systems it's the strategy mm -hmm. it's knowing how how do I turn that into this and that's just obviously what we're going to work with man you know what I just want to um, touch on what you said about like you know your lane you're good at what you do when it comes to the business and all that kind of stuff, that's like not really where your head's at. Yeah. But like, um, even if you do know all that kind of stuff, then the importance to have, of having a team. Mm. Like, you can't try and do too much. Facts, big facts. But even that networking to know who you, who, who you can go to and, and where you can get help. Mm. You don't have to always know about business, but if you yeah. know you, you're going to the right place to, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Some people get confused with having to do everything all yeah, the time, bro. It's, mm. I've, I've it's not. It's not always that. Trust me, I've got to catch myself sometimes. Like right now, I'm looking at um, funding and grants and bid writers and stuff. And it's like, mm. there was a time when I think to myself, oh God, how the hell am I going to write this bid? And then I realised, what the hell am I even... Go, go to a bid writer. Go to a bid writer, pay mm. that money, mm. pay that money quick. Yeah. Even even like with the, with, with, uh, the gym, obviously, I'm getting mad numbers, sales, everything, but I've got a few problems that need solving. And it's been racking my brain for time. Like, oh, I'm going to have to liaise with... Um, um, the lease owners and and you know, um, mm -hmm. obviously the, the the company that owns the building mm -hmm. and all that to get certain big works done. You get what I'm saying? Mm. And I'm I'm there sending beer emails, but I'm not that guy. You get what I'm saying? But <laughs> I, I, I let that Mac out. Mac is a civil engineer. <laughs> you get me? Get that sorted. Oh, I had to put him on. The, um, of, he's, he's he's part of the team now. You get what I'm saying? And he's solving the problems and he's he's I'm making use of his skills. You get what I'm saying? Teams and important, man. Yeah, man. Teams everything, man. I can't everything. lie. Someone was it earlier today? Someone said to me, yeah, on the podcast earlier, he said to me like, when did you know that team was important? I just, I almost laughed at him like from the beginning. Mm. I've never been a solo man. Like it's never been my thing. I don't. I think that's just ego moves, and you just end up killing yourself, bro. You Trust need me. the team, man. Let, let, me, let me ask this then: Do we think that AI can replace team members? <laughs> it might replace tasks and shit, but can it replace an actual man? It can, to be honest. Okay. Like it's it's sad to say. Like I, I'm in the process of like if I didn't love my executive assistant as much as I love her, big up Chloe, it would be a bit mad for her because re realistically. <laughs> Like when I asked for X Y Z to be done via email, 
like ChatGPT genuinely can do that a lot quicker. Like it, it's it's hard it's hard to accept, but it's true. Yeah, that, like it can it can write it better and get straight to the point better. But can you speak to it and say, "Yo, listen, I need this email. I need you to do it for this." Reason. You can type to it. And it's coming. I know you don't want to accept this, dude. I know you don't want to accept this. I've tried to Old use a few things school. to get me like. Mm. Um, I use. I was trying to use like use motion. Mm. Come across that. Mm -hmm. It fills your calendar. Would you? Tell yeah, me? yeah, yeah, yeah. Weren't really feeling like I wanted it to. Be Obviously, really you cool. always got to work like work with what works for you. But I just think genuinely, like one thing I learned as an entrepreneur these years is like I think where I've always had advantage is like, I know what's coming, so I jump on early. I don't really fight it. I'm just a curious individual. When I first heard about Web3, AI, crypto, NFTs, I was all over there, man. Just to just to even if I dip my toes in for a year and then I'm out, like I was quite heavy in the crypto space. I'm not as heavy now. But at least I know, do you know what I mean? I can go anywhere and hold that convo and know where the world's going in the next five, ten years. I know where we're going, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And, well, the, there's always opportunities within knowing what's coming as well. Mm. Even if you can be sceptical of what it actually is, mm. sometimes you can find that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do fact. believe that. Yeah, 100%, man. But, um, How many people consist uh, of in your team because obviously you've got a gang yeah. here today, and obviously everyone's you get me we're touring together. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like how many people is a part of the team? Um, so we've got from a professional standpoint, um, I've got because I've got two. So I've got the marketing agency. There's like five five staff, and that they're all Dubai based. We've got office in Dubai. Um, from this side, which let's say the consultancy side, it's just creatives. Really, we've got a creative team of five of us now um and then obviously me and cam jimbo over there that's just bro that's like family like everything i do vice versa everything he does vice versa um s who's behind the camera childhood friend he actually his story's interesting as well obviously he's not going to be on camera because he's filming and stuff but he um he just come back from rock nation brunch so he was just actually okay. filming out there he, he rolls deep with rap man that's like he's his brother so that's that's his part but now this trip has sort of gelled us back together again like it's all love at the beginning but it's gelled us back together so yeah like long story short five in the creative team over there about five in the creative team over here and then just yeah me and Cameron. But it sounds it sounds like there's two there's two sets of teams though mm. the professional team that handled the the day-to-day -to -day tasks of the <laughs> yeah, and whatever, yeah. whatever and then you've got the mandem the, the mandem yeah, 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 yeah. but <laughs> the circle is what empowers yeah, everyone yeah, in it. like yeah. obviously you you know what I'm saying? I was going to say, yeah, uh, talk about teams and that, but it's important to have people around you that know how to play their position because not yeah. everyone can be the number one. He's know? very good at Sometimes you need to just chill and just, I think Tris made me notice that in me a lot. He's like, right, you have to play your position well. Yeah, he's very good I'm at always that. always like a good, like when I was younger, I was a good runner. Like when mm. the orders need, I was the, that guy, like, what do we, what needs, what needs patterning, what needs, mm. work, whatever you get me. I was always good at that. He was like, right, you play your position very well. So I think it's very important for people to be like, right, you're not always going to be the big guy in the team. Like even Spill the Juice, that's not like, that's a team thing, but he's the big guy. Mm. But I'm happy to just play my position and mm. push. Do you get what I'm saying? So Not everyone can do that as well. Yeah. Like see that, there's a massive skill in that. See that we said like he's the runner. Like that's a skill within itself. Like, like when he was younger, sorry, not yeah, now, yeah. but like that's a skill, bro. Cause the ego is will ruin a lot of things, man. Like because you want to be the main guy all the time. I'm telling you though, that's the, the younger generation. They, <laughs> I'm telling you, like that's their. No, thing. you sound like me though. No, no, I, I, that's, I, listen, I, I love them. I love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, I love them. You get me. But there's just certain things I see from them, and I just think. Nah, like, I gotta disagree with you though, cause that ego thing. I think that's our generation, bro. No, but I'm just saying. 
like they'll be in a room and they're just trying to just get everything like they're just chatting to everyone and just sometimes just fall back you don't need to talk to nobody i don't think that's a generation thing you don't i think our age group is worse at that a lot of the men i grew up with could never be on like the younger lot are better around me i would say than yeah yeah, because I think man our age, they they they're pissed off that their life didn't go that way. So they wanna be frontline. They don't <laughs> wanna yeah, be yeah, sitting yeah, in yeah, the back. Yeah. They don't do you know what I mean? They wanna be like, why is it my man? Do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't really think you get that from the younger gen. You know, I was um, talking to someone about this today and it's like um I feel sometimes we talk about like a whole generation or a whole pu- people or a whole community, but the reality is the success that we're talking about is still like the cream, like the top one percent. Mm. We're, we're talking about like the top one percent in our generation versus the top one percent in their generation. Right. We're not yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. everyone. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. I think we have to start making that differentiation. Like, yeah, not everyone's gonna make it. Facts. Like, mm. Facts. Like, most won't. <laughs> Furthermore, the majority of people most will won't not make it. Mm. And and one thing that I am afraid of for the young generation is the older generation now is at least kind of half settled in certain habits and ways where they can kind of just about get by until the end of life but the new generation wants it so bad and when they get to the point where they realise whatever they've done or however they've been won't materialise into those things it's going to be extra hard on them so like mm. if you're like 30 to 40 now alright you, you might have a house but at least you've got like some sort of stable income hopefully and you can kind of just get by but I don't think the younger generation is going to be able to get by in 20 years time 10, 20 years time. You mean that, that, that like they're gonna their bars a lot higher? Their own bars a lot higher, but yeah. life's bars are really yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the cost of living and yeah, yeah, in yeah. Real life because everyone's living in a bit of a dream world mm. in some way. Like even us, like there's nothing to say that we're gonna be as big as we want to be, mm. but we are putting all the work in and the necessary efforts in to do so. Mm. But imagine someone that doesn't understand half of the things that we understand, mm. doesn't actually have the grit and the determination that we have living in this dream world amongst all these other people. They wouldn't survive. That reality is going to really hit hard. Mm. They're not going to survive Mm. and it's going to be really bad. Well, if if we're talking about the younger generation and we're comparing them to us, then obviously we would, well, we grow up a certain way, innit? Like Mm. we grew up on the the roads, on the streets, you get Mm. what I'm saying? The younger generation now, they don't even they're have growing to. Up, they're growing up online. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. you got to give them time. Though. So there you go then. So what? Give them time to learn. Let Cam talk on behalf yeah, of the 23-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you got to give them time. It's like you're comparing you now to yeah. them now. Yeah. In 20 years, they will be able to cope because they'll go through things and then they'll, they will be able to. At 23, someone, an old head might have said the same thing to you. Nah, you're, but what I'm saying is, if you're saying online is the new streets, then all right, you're not the, I'm not the streets. Nah, I don't street. agree with that statement. The streets, I don't the streets yeah, and the, online yeah. is online. What, what the streets believe, are still streeting no, no, right what now. What I believe is they've got more access to different ways mm. of, of doing more before time then. Mm. Safe, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is you're okay because you're in the game. Whatever success or failures you make right now, you're building those, those principles or skills. Mm. You'll be fine. But there's people out here that are seeing all this streets online, all this stuff going on. Mm. They're not hustling. They're not really trying. They're not really doing anything. They're probably like playing card and all that kind of stuff still. But what are they going to do? Because the, the, the rate of the game is speeding up regardless of 
what you're on. The gap's yeah, gonna get but, bigger, man. But most men would, would just be average, which is why it's mm. average. Mm. So and they'll just get by. Now I think I know what you're saying. You're saying average is gonna be lower than what average is now. Right. But can, guess can what? Average though? get by. But wait there though. But in oh month, yeah, yeah, they're gonna get swallowed up. You mean by fifty percent of the jobs are gone to AI? Okay. Oh yes, okay. yes, okay. yes, okay. yes, yes. Everything's gone. Yeah, digital. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Agreed. Agree. Like the, the money's gone digital. You can't even trap no more. Yeah. <laughs> Who's surviving? Street. No, what you're saying is the streets are gonna be different. Streets ain't gonna be streeting. <laughs> and, and the online thing is going to get so saturated because cams like gassing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's trying to be cam. I told you, scaling business is the new trap, bro. I'm not, I'm not capping, man. But you can't try and do that in this generation. Like you're 20 now, you're trying to like do all of that when you're 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need yeah, to be yeah. part of the game from now. You need to be. Yeah, because from, from things are going to happen at such of a fast rate. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like it's got, it's over now. No, I agree. Still, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm not. I'm not saying like it's a generation thing. I'm just saying like whatever you're doing, you better get your head in the game. Mm. Quick, quick. Because life's moving. Life's whatever fast. you're gonna do, do it now and develop them skills now. Skills. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Skills. My thirty is gonna be a lot forgiving than. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big yeah, facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what's gonna be going on. Fact. Decade from and the now. expectations higher as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say that in that like in that like in London though, like the life, like the the lifestyle, like it's mental. Like in Brom, we can still buy houses. Like we don't have to be millionaires. That's why I'm living in Dubai, bro. Like it's it's crazy in London. You get me? Yeah. Coming from um, well, us in Brom, and then looking at London, yeah, it seems like it's a whole different ball game. Mm. Yeah. In terms of obviously like one, how you can get it, and two, how hard it, it can get them. Yeah, I think I think in the three years I've been away was kind of the pivotal three years for for the economy, mm. and I think coming back like yeah, I, I hear it all the time when I'm over there. But coming back, it's it's become very rat race. It was always rat racey, but mm. now it's yeah. I think I agree with that. I don't know what it's like compared to Brum, but I know that yeah, London is under very severe pressure economically. I don't bro, I don't get it. I just don't understand how they <laughs> yeah. do it, bro. It's but I feel mad. like Brom's gonna get it like that, man. Yeah, it's it's gonna yeah, get yeah, like so that. do I. Hundred percent. And I'm saying like we're speaking from a bit of a privileged position because like we ain't killing it or nothing, but we're doing all right. Yeah. There's, but we don't represent everyone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Fact. Like, most people are suffering. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now, now we're just talking about real life. Mm. Like utilities are like risen. Are like hundred percent, two hundred percent. Who's paying for this? Mm. Couldn't pay it anyway. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean, and as a mm. landlord, like I cannot believe what these utilities are doing to me. I phoned like British Gas to talk about something about how we, how I can't pay you. Mm. Like, well, is your business viable? And it's just like, how are you even telling me this? Like, mm. over, over gas and electric. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it, it gets getting like that. So, but I blame the government, though. I know that's mad controversial for me to say, but because obviously I've I've now experienced a different government for the last three years, I see massive differences. Like. Like, I don't know if like people hear these things, but most people hear about Dubai, you just hear luxury malls and mm. rentals. And but I look at it like from a, I've lived there. I lived there as a normal person, like as in it's not it's not holiday to me anymore. So I look at the government we have over there, and I understand why results are different. Like aside of okay, yeah, oil money, and people probably watch this and just tear apart what I'm about to say because it's like they just see Dubai as privilege, right? But there's a reason they're privileged. Yes, there is a history of obviously oil and Arab money, etc. But the way they run the country is so different. Like they they want to see everyone win. They put you in positions to help. It's all about helping. It's like they don't it's not a fight. There's no one there's no animosity between the population and the government. There's no animosity between the police and the people. Like it's all about how can we as a as a city, as a country, like go forward and innovate. Like it's a it's a city of innovation, but the government passed that down. Like everything they introduce is to help. 
is to help you become to, to, to take the stress off of you to take whereas i feel like in the uk i feel it's the other way around i feel like the uk the government see it as a business so their thing is just about helping them but i don't think they put the people first yeah as, as you mentioned that um just bringing it back to that younger generation older generation one of the biggest things that i've found is um networking and the reason why i mentioned that is because i always think about the word lobbying mm. when you talk about some of these things that are happening mm. um one thing that someone raised to me the other day is that when Rishi Sunak came into Prime Minister role, he got rid of the caps that were put onto the utilities. So like there was a cap there saying, all right, nothing could ever is going to go over, like say three grand a year. And the first thing he did when he jumped in was take rid of those caps so that the energy providers could put it up to whatever, which is why we're seeing rises every mm. quarter. And I thought to myself, I wonder if he's got, I wonder if he's been paid to do that. Mm. Like I wonder if somehow they fed him some money Probably like, I know an offshore account, like, here's a look at 100 M's. Just, <laughs> just get rid of that. Just just do this one thing. And, and like, yo. Mm. But, like, as you mentioned that now, like, um, we have the power, like, really, truly, we're heading in the direction where we have the power to change the kind of worlds that we're living in. Mm. But we're not networking enough with the right people. Everyone's networking right now for the bag, for the exposure, for the influence. But not with the politicians and yeah. decision makers. But that's, that's the See, that's how it works over there. Right. Over there, man's brethren is running the city. Like, like it's a couple phone calls and you're moving mountains. Like, it's it's it's, it's changed my. I'm not, I'm not saying that on a flexi point of view. Like, I'm. It's changed the way I see things. Like, like I, I've got contacts that I'm like, I didn't ever think I would know a man who does this. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so I think it's made me realize like I could never have a, a friend in the government in the UK. Like. It's accessible though, isn't it? The king yeah. Guy. Like he has his phone. He has two phones, like a phone where everybody's got. Yeah. Normal. He said he speaks to people, but you see him just in the malls, just walking normal. Yeah. No, normal. Security, like he's loved. Yeah. I think these politicians they can do it because everyone, no one likes them, but they're just lying. Like the man getting egged in them things. Yeah. yeah. But over there, like he's like the king of Dubai is like loved, bro. Like he can just walk the street normal. Mm. He just catches the tube. If if like an old lady, he's standing up and letting the old lady Fuck. sit down. Like yeah, he's a good human being. Do you get it? And over there, like that's why I love it so much. Like. Everybody wants to see each other win. It's not. It's not like oh, I don't want to put my man in front because he might get ahead of me. Yeah, it's, it's the survival right? mindset. It's the crabs in a yeah, barrel yeah, thing, yeah, isn't like it? It's a good country, man. When you got that family-run kind of business mm. system, like it doesn't matter like who's gonna be ahead of him. Yeah, he doesn't got to worry about that. Yeah, we've got a system over here that is like a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Wants a CEO spot. Of course. Yeah, the way you explained it, it sounded. It sounded like. It's like a joint venture with the people yeah. for like the good for, yeah, for the goodness yeah. of everyone. Don't get me wrong as well. Like I'm never, I, I'm I'm not here to shit on the UK because I love the UK for what like the UK is. But I just look at it from a bit more of a wider scope now because I'm in a different place, and I, and I, and it's sad. It's not me like <laughs> I'm out of here. No, it's not. It's like it's sad. I still got family here. Like I think the way that it's run is getting run into the ground, and I think it's because the mentality of those at the top gets passed down, even down to like. The fees, like everything, hair costs, like everything. It's mental, bro. The other day I was in London, like I'm, dri <laughs> I'm driving around for like 30 minutes trying to find parking. The man and I'm like, bro, this is normal, yeah. Then we find parking. Then when we park, car might get clamped. Then you might get congestion. Then you might get ULEs for the car you got. This is insane. <laughs> but I only think that now because I'm, I'm, I'm in a place where it's not like that. Do you know what I mean? So I think, yeah, like I'm, I'm not, it's not to shit on UK. If anything, it's to kind of open people's eyes. And I'm not saying everyone leave UK, but a lot of us ain't originally, originally from here. So that whole concept of moving seeming scary, well, why? Because mm -hmm. I clocked it. You see, like in Dubai, the wave of people that I'm with, let's say like 
um, going from like maybe 25s to 35s. I said it the other day to my brother, like in the next five, 10 years, we are what happened with the Rin Rush. We can't, the next two generations in Dubai are going to be very heavily dominated by British expats. Yeah. So it's the same thing that what our parents did when they said, so made me realize, oh, I'm actually, I've actually done, I've, like, I'm exactly mm. what my, my grandparents did. Do you know what I mean? Give for opportunity. Yeah, mm. literally, that's what they moved for. But you know, I never realized that it slapped me in the face yeah. that I moved for opportunity. That's, 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 that's mad. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Enough time I thought about Dubai. Um, mm. It is like a scary thought moving to mm. another place. And yeah. But then I thought to myself, like, for me, it's like children, for one, I got kids. Cool. I'm thinking to myself, I don't really want to raise them here. Mm. Do I need to raise them here? Would they have all the opportunities they can get here? Mm. It is a similar, it's a bit peaky. Right? Mm. Uh, but, um, I don't know. Uh, let me throw a spanner in the works then, because okay. I've heard a lot of controversial stuff about Dubai and the economy. So <laughs> yeah. behind the scenes, mm. they're kind of saying that... Um, slave labour and everything. Nah, not even that, man. Like they, they, They're trying to restructure the economy there themselves because like they're, they're, they're building loads of property, but mm. it's, it's like they're relying on external foreign investment mm -hmm. to basically be the end user. Mm. And they're basically spending way more money than they're receiving, but it's part of a, a longer plan and yeah. things like sewage and different things they're struggling with. In, yeah. with, with and have you heard anything? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're in a bit of a rush in the sense of, I can't remember the year time plan. It's either a five year or 10 year plan um, that, that the King's got to basically increase the population. But I don't quote me on numbers, but it's at least two X, but it might even be way more than that. So basically long story short, he's in a rush to like get people into Dubai, which um, is obviously, yeah, because of what you just said, because Dubai's run on tourism, right? Like without the tourism, it does definitely start to struggle. Um, and they're behind on things like, yeah, sewage systems. When it rains in Dubai, <laughs> it all goes to shits. Like they don't know what to Sorry, do. Does it, is the rain not official? Yeah, yeah. So there's cloud seeding. It's mad, man. I can't lie. It's mad. What? What is it? Cloud is seeding. True, yeah, yeah. No, it's facts. It's, it's facts. Yeah, it's facts. Yeah. Is that why it's raining the hard like that? No. Yeah, they. So because what it is is they. <laughs> they oh, don't they turn it off, bro. They punch them up. No whatever. Like rain for like three weeks. Yeah. Hard. Because they basically like, they don't know how much is in the cloud. They can't measure it. So sometimes they overdo it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They overdo it. So there's them downfalls. Like I'm not. I'm not here to say Dubai is the perfect place. Everywhere's got a downfall, right? Like there's a lot of negativity, or, or let's say downfalls of Dubai. But I think in the grand scheme, it's each is to their own, isn't it? You know what? Bringing it back to what you do, though, in terms of branding yeah. and business and whatnot. What's that like in Dubai? Because, mm. like, obviously, from a Western point of view, like America, England, mm. or Japan, all them places, like. Brands are massive and influences and all. What's that like in Dubai? Then yeah, it's huge, man. Like Dubai is obviously abundant. So when brands reach Dubai, it's usually one of their top biggest plays for them as a brand. Um, from a marketing standpoint, yeah, like we get to play the game. I would say like a big, like for example, my company, we just designed a nightclub in Dubai, which is like a huge nightclub called 18. I, I don't personally feel like, <laughs> love, bro. I, I don't personally feel like that, I don't want to be negative, but that might not have happened for me in the UK. Like, again, not being negative, I'm a, I'm a dreamer, but I just feel like 
they there's a there's a lot more open space in branding and marketing. Like, are, are people receptive to it though? Like yeah, the, 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 hugely. The the the, commun- the population of people that are there. Yeah, because like you know, there's certain people that don't like to be sold to. Do you get what I'm saying? And yeah. like the original way of marketing and advertising is like, oh, buy this product. It's mm. but people don't want to be sold to now, and so people have become more advanced on being able to identify when they're being sold to, mm. and people have more of a a personalized preference on the things that they actually like in it. So mm. just in terms of building brands and all of that, just like No, they're they're very receptive to it, man. Like the buyers run on that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's run on that. It's all about branding and they take branding a lot, I would say a lot more seriously in Dubai as well. Like it's very important. Like you could have an amazing business, but because the, the level of branding and marketing is so high, if yours isn't, it could be amazing business, but it might get overlooked. So yeah, I would say it's it's the city of marketing, man. Yeah, because I've seen like they they have big billboard billboards for like crypto and all these. Other yeah, things, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a marketing city. It's all about who can have the Dubai's a flex in it. So it's all about who can have the biggest mm. billboard and the loudest promo. And can we get our brand on the Burj Khalifa? And do you know what I mean? How can we beat that brand and this brand? And because Dubai, they just want to be like I've got all the toys, you've got none. Are there loads of sorry to cut you? Mm. Are there loads of agencies out there doing it? Marketing agencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but look, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like humbly speaking, like, and I, and I can't take the credit either. So it's not me flexing my business partner. She's built a reputation for fifteen years. I come on the bandwagon two years ago. She's dominated the market share like by about seventy five percent. These these are like factual stats because because one number number one the the um, the work, but number two it was the the bar like no like. Compared to UK, there's loads of agencies, right? And 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 there's a lot of good agencies in Dubai. There's not loads, like, and that's not me saying it because we're there's just actually not loads. That's what I was saying. Like, so there's a bigger opportunity. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's less competition. Yeah, there. being honest, like she might not even like me saying that, but the fact is, like, competitors, like, there's not many. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's not many, man. Did you share that number? Yeah, three point five million, and uh, they plan to rise it to five point eight. So basically, yeah, we got two actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, man, they're on a they're on a mission, man. Mm. Do, you, do you think all of this kind of hurts what Dubai is? The reason why it was popular in the first place. So you see, all the all my all my brethren who've been there like ten years, fifteen years, they hate they hate us. They hate the newbies because they're like, no, nah, Dubai before lockdown, it was this, it was that, it ruined it. Da, da, da. But um, it just depends. Like what what when people say that, like what was it known for? It was known for luxury. It was known because it was. What because it wasn't popular now the whole narrative is like oh the UK are killing it like why I I don't agree with that like at the end of the day it's a place that needs people right like you need people there for it to work they're investing so much money into things without the people you're done you got the cheap labor from like the Asian and UAE based countries but you need consumers who where are the consumers at they're usually UK America like do you get what I mean so. I don't think it's ruining it, but obviously I'm I'm part of the newbie, so the, the the older lot might look at this and be like, "You're part of the ones who are ruining it." You know what I'm saying? They're probably thinking that they gone over there to get rid of or to get away from everyone from England. Yeah, and then everyone's just following them, so thinking, "Yo, bro, like I come here to get away from you." Yeah, like that's a what bad it is. Ex. Yeah, you get it. So that's, that's what they're gonna think. That's probably what I'll think. Once I've been there a few years and I see bare people, I think I come here to get away from you, man. What are you like doing here? I think <laughs> it's why you go there. Like for me, I genuinely wasn't actually going there to get away from the one. Like, I think that's the wrong energy to go. I was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I ain't gonna lie. 
Yeah, go on, go. Yeah, like, I, I think for me it was always opportunity. Like, I, again, going back to the thing we said, I know when trends are changing, I'm, I'm very big on that. My finger's on the pulse. I know mm. I can see where Dubai is going, like from a business standpoint. Where's it going? Within the next five to 10 years, man, I, I, I believe the seeds that I'm planting now, people like me, I'm not the only one. There's like, this, Bro, the, the network of entrepreneurs out there is mental. Like everyone I know is building, doing grafting everyone there's no like there's no there's no laziness like the laziness over there is is hard work over here it's just do you know what i mean so to answer that question i'd say that um it's just it's just going to be the leader of innovation like they're not going to they refuse to be last they refuse to be second did you um go to uh, the dubai expo yeah, yeah, so yeah, I wanted yeah. to go to that, and, it, yeah. and then when that was announced, that's when lockdown happened, and then yeah, that's right, back yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. What was it saying? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was it was an example of everything I'm saying. Because they got like, flying taxis and all that. Yeah, shit. they started showing where it's going. Like they just, you know what it is? What's happening is going to happen in the world regardless. Dubai have just opted in to say we want to be involved first, and we want to. Dubai is very creative, mm. like the the from the top. So they're willing to to try things and try out new methods and new ways. And for me as an entrepreneur, like it's inspirational. Like why would I not want to live? somewhere that's doing exactly what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? I need to put you on a tourism board. <laughs> I can't lie. I'm, I'm, I'm team Dubai, man. I'm team Dubai, bro. Some flying cars in my head. <laughs> so obviously, Cam, you said that you're, you're, you're moving out there in April as well. Mm. So did you initially go there for business also? Or? No, I went out there just to stretch my mind, to be honest. Like I was, I started to do okay last year and then just kind of started to buy into my own hype a little bit like mm. around amongst kind of my friends who I was hanging out with they were they were gassing me so I was thinking maybe I am the guy <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I was, so then I was like let me actually go to the buy because I know people are really doing it mm. doing it big there um and even if I don't bump into anyone that's doing it big at least I'm away from distractions I'm away from everything else so yeah that's literally why I went but it wasn't super premeditated I went there on like a week's notice Never been there before, and I just went there and cracked on. Yeah, yeah man. I need to get out there myself. It seems man. to be like the new <laughs> popular place for people to go and find themselves. And network. Yeah. Like it used mm. to be Bali or something like that. Now it's just. Mm. Yeah, do you know what, though? I don't really think it's that Dubai is the place to find yourself. I think when you leave your comfort zone is the place to find mm. yourself. Yeah. I don't think it has to be Dubai. Like, I, like, I can't lie. Like, the reason why I think I get defensive about the Dubai narratives is because. I think they're very generalized. Like, yeah, people go there to find themselves, but don't they go everywhere to find yeah, themselves? Go anywhere. Man go OT to find themselves. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, like man literally will go, like, I came broke to find myself when I was yeah. 20. Like, I think Dubai, don't get me wrong. Again, going back to something you said, Michael, at the beginning, and I, and I love what you said. You said about the majority versus our view because mm. we speak but we gotta remember like we're not the majority. Sometimes I defend things, but no, you're right. The majority that you see on social media and stuff all a lot of the time there are lost individuals going to buy to find themselves you are correct and i think they 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 make more noise than people like myself so that's where it it sort of comes but mm. i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't put the buyers just like the place to find yourself i think it's just a place to kind of um try and play the game at a bigger level okay <laughs> yeah, man. good answer yeah, man. <laughs> going back to kind of um the branding stuff and like do you get into like the emotional side and like brand archetypes and all that kind of stuff there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in regards to like tone of voice and stuff like that, what do you mean? Um, you know, like say like 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 say like a brand like North Face is like mm-hmm. they attract like kind of like the the inner 
explorer in a person. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Could you just touch yeah, on that yeah, for yeah. the viewers? Because obviously you've got more of an in-depth knowledge on that. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very big on that. Um, it's brand identity. It's understanding how, like, what your target audience is, what the buyer personas are like. So, for example, when you, um, and I know all the brothers probably know this anyway, but for the audience who don't, like, when you're creating a brand, like, it's important to get into the mind of your audience, not just all. Oh, when you ask people their target audience, it'd be like, oh, 18 to 20. Mm. It's like, that's not enough. Like, what does your audience do? What do they like? What frustrates them? What's their ups? What's their downs? Who do they buy from? Why do they buy? Like, so yeah, like, when we when we work with clients, it's very in-depth. Like, I knew a lot about branding and marketing before I went to the buyer, but when I went to the buyer and worked with my partner and my team, they opened my eyes to realise that there's a lot more to like the reason why I've studied the top brands and I know now now I know why they're the top brands mm -hmm, mm -hmm, a lot of us mm -hmm. don't know like we just think it's just because the science behind it there's so much science bro there's so much neural psychology behind marketing and the colours like even when yeah, yeah. when you mentioned the colours like that for me was the biggest thing I've, I've taken from here like that's huge because you know? a lot of people would overlook that when they see different episodes they're going to know different colours the brain's going to remember that do you know what I mean so yeah yeah we deal with all of that on an in-depth basis man yeah what about um Brands coming out of Dubai. So let's mm. say like streetwear brands, trainer brands. Mm. Like what's the market like for that? It's mad you say that because there's a brand over there, yeah, called The Giving Movement. Um, I think, I think the brother's from UK, I think. I don't know. But um, they've just recently got a store in the mall. Um, so yeah, like I, I was saying to the, to the bros the other day, like in Dubai, there's like a community of like rich kids, yeah, that obviously are from Dubai. Yeah, they've lived there all their life. Sorry, one second. You see that cord, yeah? Just pull it down, bro. Pull it. Yeah, yeah, pull that. I know you're roasting it. Yeah. Is there any Maggie's going in over there as well? Nah, nah, that, yeah, yeah, that one there. Yeah, yeah, Someone yeah. Someone yeah, 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 yeah. on the corner still. There. Oh, love, no, bro. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. What, what? Yeah, um, yeah so, so I'm starting to clock bit by bit. So yeah, there's a community there of like, you know, like sneakerhead vibe. They'll go and spend mad bread on the latest whatever like off-white um, drops kind of thing um, so that's the community there but in regards to like brands the giving movement is one that's coming out and there I look at it like it's all going to be rip-offs of arting over here in it like the giving movement no disrespect to the giving movement but um, it's, it's got that essentials vibe do you know what I mean it's that kind of vibe but um, yeah it isn't it isn't huge yet because the old, they, they don't get as far as leaving Dubai most of those brands they just dominate Dubai but what is huge over there is a lot of the like Muslim based brands in the sense of like Abaya based brands um, and like anything that's like Islamic where those brands take off over there obviously because it's a Muslim country. Uh, let me ask this then. So let's kind of get onto the cut the crap vibe a little bit more. What are we considering big money? What are we considering a good amount of money that you, 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 you need to be living off? Like what are you- In Dubai or Germany? Just generally. Just because everywhere is expensive. Yeah, let's start with Dubai. Um, so, so do you know what? Yeah, it's a it's a hard question to answer because one size don't fit all. Like you can go Dubai. Like if we're if we're really cutting the crap, you can go Dubai and live a humble life, bro. Like everyone pretends that because you live in Dubai, you're a baller. That's bullshit. Like there's normal people that live in Dubai that got real estate jobs, normal, making decent money. Let's say four or five grand a month, and they're good. Like they've just they're just humble. That that's they're good for that. Do you know what I mean? Just like you've got hey, I mean the cost of living's not as high. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, now everyone's making four five grand a month. Yeah, nah, but what? Nah, no, 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 no. nah. Come, on. come on, see, see. nah, see, don't do see, me like I'm, that, I'm man. Gonna I'm gonna speak for the average person. You get me? Right, right, like right. in the UK, the average earnings is like under thirty k and all this kind of shit. Fifty k will put you in the 
Alright, alright, Let me spin the plot. Let me spin the plot. Let me spin the plot. That don't don't take that comment, yeah, and click <laughs> and use that comment as in that's what everyone in Dubai is making. Man are still making fifteen hundred pound, a thousand pound a month. Don't believe normal. No, they are, bro. And I promise you. On that then? You just said okay, five I, gi- I, gi- I give you a prime example. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that's normal. I'm saying I'm, no, not I'm, normal. Speak, I'm speaking about. I'm speaking about well, humbly speaking. Ten of them live in one yard, though. Don't get it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cut the crap from. Yeah, yeah you know, but don't, don't get twisted though. There's people out there that can make fifteen hundred pound a month and can still live in the. Man, think because it's Dubai, you're spending mad bread just for everything. Like, man, think water is like ten grand and that. Like, right, so, so are you saying people are living in like HMOs in in Dubai for like fifteen bills a month? No that comment. Is that what's going on? Yeah, I, I don't know. The best way I break down some comparables. The best way I think sharing bathrooms and kitchens. Living in Dubai is like living in London. Yeah. 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 Like if you're on like a Thank decent you, flat, it's about two, three grand a month for an apartment. One bed, two bed apartment, about three grand a month. English, I don't know. It's probably like eighteen. Trish, you're not making it sound like that, you know. But like three thousand pounds. Do you know why? Right, let me defend well, myself. Because you're, cause you're nice area, It's my network, bro. I'm talking about my network. Yeah, my like network are like doing their thing. Do you know what I mean? And and even that, I don't see that as big money. You asked me your first question was, let's yeah. cut the crap. What's big money? Humbly speaking, four or five grand a month is not big money. Let's cut the crap. Cool. It's not, bro. <laughs> cool. Do you know what I mean? So like, we have to be honest. That cool. what's... So, so so that's what I'm saying though. What are we saying is good money out here? Like if you're doing anything. Where does it, where is the... I think nowadays, you see when I was young, yeah, a man that could probably relate to this, I used to think my first hundred bags, I'm rich, I'm done. Like, oh, even my first, like, I don't mean hundred bags in a month, just generally your first hundred thousand pounds that you accumulate from anything, yeah? Then the monthly was like my first 10 bags, I'm rich. First time I made 10 bags. That was, that was 10 years ago. God forbid that nice. these young G's don't think don't think ten bags a month now is a flex. And it must be nice. I just went on a po- I just went on a podcast today. I'm telling the youths when I was twenty, I made my first ten bags. They look at me like and <laughs> they don't care about that. I'm just being honest, bro. But it, you, you know what though? Don't they? Because I reckon they don't care about one or that. Two ten bags. One or two. Bro, of them he's twenty three years old. Yeah, yeah, he scaled his business to twenty k a month when he was twenty two years old. Profit. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, a bit, a bit less, a bit less on profit. Yeah, but there or there about, let's say fifteen. But my point is, and he's, I'm not even pedestaling him because he knows himself. That's not even big fish for their generation, mm. bro. I don't, we just left the, we just left the kid. Yeah, um, I say a kid. He's 21 years old. Yeah, we just had dinner with him. Yeah, what's his biggest month been about? 30k's, 40k's. He, the guy don't even know how to leave his yard to talk to people because he's an internet baby. From from groups like, do you know what I'm saying? Like again, one thing about me, I'm 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 old school mentally, but I, I keep I know what's going on, bro. But, but you, you see the thing is with that though, like these youths are making thirty k and you're saying ah oh, the generation. But Michael, you're on the OG thing, you know. No, no, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> you're not on the OG to, thing. No, 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 but I love it though. That's a very small percentage. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, no, it's not. It's it's not what, making it's like, that money is, bro. It's not. Listen, listen. There's beer in them. Listen. There's beer in them, bro. No, there's beer, man. There's beer, man, as well. That's not, bro. Yeah, yeah. There's more money. There's more money. I think these balance. Stick up balance. Ah, cool. Maybe. Do you know what it is? I'm shocked. the crap, man. For me, no, no, no. Trish, I'll tell you what it is. All right, Cam. Your bridging's then in it. So you're of that age. What are your bridging saying? What are they? How are they? Yeah, fair. Where have you come from? Like, like, what's your, what's your, like, upbringing? Where's your environment? Because that also determines. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Go around anyway. Yeah, mine's just normal upbringing, not like super hood, not super rich, just normal upbringing. They would say 
You mean my friends from just from real life? Normal. Yeah, yeah, just normal. <laughs> real life. Normal, not nosy. <laughs> Internet yeah, 50 by a week. Not web free yeah. friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would say 10k a month is a lot. They're, they're just... They're just normal. And they're a bit like JD right now and all them kind of places there, innit? What do you mean? Like they'll be working in JD or something like no, that? No, 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 no. So they, it's a, all, nah, all nah, your... Nah, 23, bro. Everyone, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You get no, no, no. No, most of my friends, they, they, they've got good jobs that like were seen as, as, as good jobs. What's a good job? They what, work... What, so what, mo- what most, earnings most of them will work have? in the city. Uh, earnings. So we saying like we starting at three four bag a month kind of thing. No, not not no, not fifty k. If they were all right, so you can't live in Dubai humbly. All right, with what? No, with what? You said free. He said they're not on fifty k yet, so they're not under the the Dubai humble living standard. Yeah, but do you think that's just Dubai, bro? I think we're not cutting the. Not crap. in London. That's in life, London. man. Are you talking about London? But I'm telling you, enough people are not earning fifty. No, no, I'm not saying. No, 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 no. You're getting it twisted. I'm not saying everyone is. I'm saying man need to be because life is mad. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying. Let me correct that. Hundred million trillion percent, man. It will make it. And I'm saying. And I'm saying that's still representing the top ten percent of most. No, I'm saying what's needed. I'm saying minimum requirements. Life is slapping us, bro. What are we doing with? Yeah, you need fifty bags a year just to turn the lights on, right? So that's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's not even Dubai living. That's Brom living, fam. It, uh, all right. That's what I mean. So just to correct yeah. myself, like I'm not saying everyone is doing that. I'm saying the like, the pressures of life now. I look at some some of the younger generation, yeah. and the pressures are way more extreme right. for them. And I'm just saying, you know what? I just want to be that devil's advocate because mm. there'll be people listening to this thinking, 50 bags, a bag a week, raw. That's a mad thing. And you just throw these numbers out there. And it sounds no, like... But, the, but I'm not saying it in a disrespectful yeah. way. I'm saying it in a way of like, it, this is where if you start to think of that as a minimum requirement, I'm not saying everyone can get there, but the way life is leading right now, man mm. need to start raising the bar of what we see as bread. Because mm. I used to think 10 bags a month was bread. And I'm not saying someone now won't think it's bread, yeah. but I'm saying, let me tell you, like, that that it's not bread. I'm cutting the crap. Man's going to tell them it's bread. They're going to no, get 10 bags and they're going to realise it's not bread. I think it also depends on what you want. I think the term of what... what yeah, but that's, that's, that's with everything, end, though, isn't it? The end goal and the vision. Yeah, yeah but I think that's with everything, though. Yeah, that's why I think it's an impossible question to answer what's good money true yeah you know what it is though the good it, first of all it is specific to you and second of all there is still a baseline like personally 10 bag is necessary just to get to a to wake up exactly because we're all sitting on the table yeah we all do business of some sort and it we, we ain't got no normal jobs no mm. everyone's trying to get a certain place, probably, you know, doing well, but you're still trying to look to get to a certain level, isn't it? Of course. So if you look at all of us on average, like where are we all trying to get to? What is it? What's your number? In a month, with the things that you want to achieve, the growth that you want to have, your family and all these kind of things, what number would you say, you know what, this should be the floor number? I don't play that game anymore. I think that's hard to answer. I don't play that game I think the bar keeps going up, man. I stopped playing that game. I don't play that game no more. I used to play it in my 20s. I don't play it no more. Okay. My thing can't be measured like it's, it's a, it never yeah, it's runs. Not, it's not it's not really finance based, is it? Uh, yeah, it never. You, you know the reason why I think it's important it's to more, have a number. It's more of a system. I think it's important mm. to have a number because the money that you make and take home, like as in you tell HMRC, you pay your PAYE or whatever or whatever systems you're a part of, mm. and you live off that, is different from the amount of money that you're actually going to make. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you might make have a business making 250k a month. But you're not going to take home 250k a month. You're not going to live off that. Yo, if you live in Dubai, tax free, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But no, no. What, what I'm saying is, it could all be profit, yeah. but you don't need it. 
you might so, buy it so what do you, you need? might put it away or something what do you need in your own life to say oh, I'm living a really good life you know it doesn't matter uh, if you're making a million I, can't I, think, do the I think that constant, constantly changes as well due to inflation and different things like what we just talked about like 50 like 50 like, like 50 is a new 25 what it used to be 25 yeah. is the new 50 so like or after the over the decades it's just gonna go up and up uh, the reason i don't play that game is because as much as i'm talking all this when i went to dubai within the first year and a half i went broke i went back to the bottom fully yeah living in a place where it's a drawer right? it's luxury everywhere you look and i learned because obviously we're from where we're from we're all from humble beginners originally i reapplied all those skills again and i and i and I, for about a good three to six months again for me I lowered my bar of what I needed and I realized, raw, I still got it in me, man. I can still pattern and cut through without earning the money I thought I needed. So that for me is like, I could I could be happy there. Mm. I could be. If I like if worse come, I could, I could be happy there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I think I've I've mastered now knowing that I can be happy at any financial level to some extent. Let me not do you know what I'm saying? If you're dead broke and you're stressing every day, it's hard to be happy. But I'm saying like couple grand a month for me now I understand how to humble myself and go back to that and again I know a man's going to hear that and think raw couple grand a month is still a lot but my point is I can't put it on a figure anymore I think the answer nah. is, is just knowing that all your bills are taken care of once you know mm. that the, the bare necessities are taken care of that that's, that's the level of feeling comfortable yeah. but that's going to be different for everybody and it depending on yeah. the house they live in mm. the cars they live the, the drive and the goals you have yeah, imagine yeah, I've done yeah, a yeah. podcast here with a um, girl called Sadia she's a psychologist yeah and she said that she made a mad statement. She said, depression is not real. She said, depression is just um, lack of um, lack of fulfillment. So basically, like when someone feels like they're not fulfilling themselves, that's what depression is. It was mad controversial. But within that, when you really break that down, what she said, a lot of the times that you feel frustrated or you're not making enough money is because your goals are bigger than your income. But there's man out there, like we're talking about these men or the people out there that aren't making this money, but they might be all right though. Like we're to we're putting our dreams on their reality. They might not have the same dreams we have. They might be alright with fifteen hundred a grand a month. Like I know a man who are earning a grand a month, and they're alright. That's their thing. That's what that's where they're at. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like it's so hard to put a general number on things, bro. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mate, definitely I, hear that. I, I think it is as well because it's, it's not so much what you want. It's about what you're doing at the time, isn't it? Because if you're not mm. doing nothing, and you can and you can and you can collect ten twenty k a month. Like you said, what are you gonna do with it? You get what I'm trying to say. But if you got, if you got dreams of scaling, and you're part yeah. of the business, and you and you're trying to build bigger and bigger and bigger, you, what does it matter what you're earning a month? And what are you exchanging yeah. for it? My thing right now, like, is I'm very big on my main focus now is I want to get to the point where I'm not like I've bought my time back. So I mean, in the sense of like my goal is not a figure anymore. It's like I just want time. the time. Yeah. I just want to be able to go, oh, do you know what? I'm deciding I'm actually going to stay in London for six more weeks or six more months. I'm going to go to LA for a year. I'm going to. That's how I feel. That's do you know what I mean? I feel like I want to get my time back. Yeah, but bro. I don't feel like I can right now. So if someone asks me what do I want, I say time. Time, yeah, man. You know Same. Saying, so. But then there's a, cost, there's a cost to that. What, yeah, does, it, yeah, what does it cost to get that time back? A good system. System? I think a system, yeah. I think a system because... Like you said, it, it depends. You could get to a stage where for, for a 5K a month, but you've done nothing, mm -hmm. you might feel amazing. Whereas the next man might have just worked his ass off for 5K and think this ain't enough. No, of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So let, let me ask this then. Let's just say, just, just to put a number on it, just for math's sake. Mm. If everyone could earn between five and ten k a month without doing too much because they had a system that was bringing that consistently Is it enough? and rising in line with any changes in life like utilities and shit like mm. that, 
can everyone get to that point? I think so. I think with a 10 grand a month, if you can... If and you, the number's actually not important. It's just, yeah. can everyone get to a point of financial freedom? I think everyone can, as in we all have the ability, keyword, mm. but will they? <laughs> so the potential, like, it's I think we all have, I think we all do. We all got 24 hours. We all got like, do you know what I mean? I know it's cliche and cheesy, but we all can. Because even when you throw out these figures yeah, and you say, oh, you made 20K a month or whatever mm. it is, do you even feel like you even made that? It says it's, it's there. Yeah, yeah, and not, 100%. You know I mean? like, never, bro. That's, that's important for people to understand as well. Yeah, man. Just saying you made 20 bags, it doesn't just be, yeah. you might even be profit. Yeah. You're still going, so. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It's yeah. just a milestone, yeah. isn't it? In yeah, yeah, yeah. the marathon, like 100%. I like, I like, I like what you said mm. there. I like that. Uh, you know, I think it's important for cutting the crap to make people understand people that haven't seen those kind of monies. Yeah. yeah you make 100 bags in a month, but the reality is, unless you had some grand scheme for this money, you're not gonna just all of a sudden start like it, it doesn't really change anything. Like mm. life Fact. continues. Like mm. especially Fact. if this is your lifestyle. Yeah. If you're running a Fact. lifestyle where you're trying to make that, it's not Fact. an accident that you made that. Facts. Mm. You didn't just stumble upon it or win the lottery. Mm. All right, cool. I've a, it's more of a proven to yourself. That yes, 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 yes. Hundred. And, and even when you came in the room, and you're talking about um, what you see and investing yourself. That's that's important. As yeah, well. yeah. You know, you know who I think are good ones. For? I think Ty's a good one for that because like. You're someone who trains very hard, um, trains for a very specific purpose, and you'll be paid for that, and you'll be paid well for that. But what's your biggest, um, what's the biggest uh, positive as a result? Is it the money in your bank? Yeah, all right, cool, you can pay. But, or is it the achievement of actually training and winning? I think it's both. Okay. Me personally, I was scared for money, bro. Like, at the start, even so, even more so, even, even still so now, but I think also the achievement. So for me, I'm my own. My mind is my strongest thing because some things I'm like, yo, the way I take on fallbacks and downfalls and put putbacks and stuff like that, I'm I can just take you on the chin and say, all right, cool, is is what it is, isn't it? And just bounce back. Like not things affect me. Like I've been through a lot of mad stuff in life and they don't really affect me. I just shrug myself off and carry. But at the same time, as I can be my own worst enemy. At the same time, is like my biggest problem is myself. Like I'll be penciled in training, whatever, or I want to do certain diet, but then I just go start. Then I just like something. I switch in my brain. I can't do it. I can't bother. I just want to go eat burgers, and I'll eat burgers. Or I won't train or stuff like that. So my, I battle with myself a lot. But see, if you to stick at something and then see the results after, like I've had, you can fight someone. Think you know what? If I'd never trained so hard to beat this person, I wouldn't have won. So I'm now proud of myself that I didn't go out. I didn't eat this. I didn't do that. I just stuck to my routine and train. That's a good sense of achievement. And then when you're in the wing and you're winning something, especially someone like me that's had a bad upbringing, like, um, not a bad upbringing, but like I had a bad start to my life, went to jail, I've done this, I've done that. To then make something of yourself and stand in the wing as a runner and as a changed man, it's to say it's a, it's a good feeling to say, you know what, I've done something good with my life or I'm doing something good with my life. So that sense of achievement is priceless, bro. That's priceless. Mm. But... It wouldn't be priceless if you was broke and you couldn't pay your bills to get it. So you need to get it. You need to get that in. You've got a family get, to get the balance. More, money's more yeah. important than achievement because your money's more important than yourself. So you can't put, you can't feed your kids with achievement, bro. What me achieving something doesn't put food on my son's plate. Do you know what I mean? So I need I don't to know if I agree with and, that one, you know. I don't, bro. Because at the end of the day, achievement, if you're not getting paid for your achievement, I know people that have achieved a lot and still broke. And I'm broke, don't feed my I, kids. I hear, I hear him. And I'd rather feed my kids than people think I'm, I'm a great person. I hear so him, and, and that's my brother, so I know where it came from. But um, I just think the words themselves of saying, like, money's more important than achievement, if we take that out of 
the history or whatever he's said that from just as a sentence, I think it's a bit mad. Because like... What's achievement without money though? Achievement is fulfillment. Money doesn't give that. Money's yeah, not fulfilling. Money opens up opportunities, but it's not fulfilling. Depends at which stage you are. Though. Yeah, but would you, be more fulfilled to, would you be more fulfilled to everyone looking and say, yo, this guy did something great and your kids are starving? Or would you think, you know what? No one knows who you are, but you can f- provide for your family. Me, I'd rather provide for my family than people think I'm a great person. No, I get that. Of course, of course. No, no, no. I agree with you there. Hundred percent. Like providing for the family is one of the number one fulfillments. I just think they both coexist. I don't think one's more. I wouldn't say money is more important than fulfillment. Or I wouldn't even say fulfillment's more important than money. I just think there needs to be a balance because, like, I don't. Each is to their own. It's a paradox because when you're feeding your family, you're fulfilled anyway. Exactly. (laughs) No, no, no. No, word. No, hundred percent. I'm saying the same thing. Hundred percent. In a different way around. I don't think anyone's trying to say. It's, it, it sounds like it's coming across like uh, it's two One different things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. Well, like, it's the same yeah. thing, and it like. But then, but, like um, Pam said, it it depends where you are on your journey. Mm. Because when you're in the trenches and like, real talk, yeah, you got the bailiffs knocking at your door. Yeah, and, all you want is the bread. You're saying mm. girls in your case, you can't feed your kids. Like, it doesn't matter what you got going on. Like, if you mm. can't fulfill these basic obligations, and mm. you don't feel good. None of it's mm. fit. You could win a championship belt. Mm. You're still struggling, mm. and you know I can't even appreciate that. You know what? No, I, I'm going to disagree. As far as I from a creative point of view, I could go feed my family tomorrow. I could go get a job or whatever, and but I wouldn't feel fulfilled just doing a nine to five, even Word. though I know that they're being paid. There's Word. a there's a bigger desire inside of me. Yeah, but man. I need to feel fulfilled from doing the like the biggest thing is to make money from doing the thing that I love. Yes, when that happens. Yes, like even going back to what Ty said, yeah, as I said, like it's bro, so I know where it's coming from, yeah. But the reason I, I like what you just said is because I think that for me personally is is a, a bit of a survival statement. Like if we're talking about survival versus growth, like that's mm. based on, you know, like when you hear the man them say like, brother, I'm not going to lie, like I'm just happy that I'm even here. I hear it. I get it. We all know where that comes from. But we need to raise that bar. That shouldn't be an achievement that we're just here, bro. Like if we don't shift that narrative to some form of growth, we're just going to base on uh, the fact I'm just here, the fact I just made it home, the fact that yes, appreciate these things, be grateful. But is that, if we put that on a, on a pedestal, we don't go above that. So I feel like turning around and saying, as long as I can quote unquote, put food on the table. Yeah, cool. I get it. But like Broder said, like, put food on the table ain't enough like and, and I get what because I'm a creative too I get where he's coming from like as a creative us being in nine to five roles and maybe even making five grand a month let's go back to the five grand a month thing uh, for a lot of us we're not we're not fulfilled Bro, I though I feel like a waste man I swear <laughs> my, I swear <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? my life I feel I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel good safe so it sounds like we're talking about real fulfillment is being able to provide for all the people that you love and live the lifestyle, whichever is appropriate to you, mm. but doing what you want. Mm. You can do that, mm. but not doing what you want. Yeah. How would you feel if you was earning all the money that you needed, but you was working in like TSB? Yeah, no, nah, yeah, of course you wouldn't feel fulfilled 100%. Nah. But you, but that's not, but you know what it is for me? Boxing isn't really my passion. I just done it because it's something I was good at. It's a job for me. So me winning a world title, yeah, I'd feel a sense of achievement. Like, yeah, I've done it, but it wouldn't like... Do you know what I mean? So I would you like say I, would I you say Ty that is that you're in a process of finding where that fulfillment is to come from? I, but I've had therapy. She said if you could do any job in the world, would you do? I was like, I don't know, nothing. Does nothing. Yeah, so I, you're in I, the I process like to make money and look after my family, bro. Like, yeah, that, and that's what I'm saying. I, I can but, tell that comments that comments yeah, come from. Do you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't. One thing I wouldn't do is I would don't like I can't work for nobody in it. Like, yeah, 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 boss, yeah. Like, I I want to get when I want to get up. Obviously, I don't have that luxury now because obviously I've not made it. Yeah, but like I ain't. 
obviously, but I had to if I was broke to the point where, I, listen, I've, I've got a family to feed. If I have to go and work in Asda to provide, I would do. Yeah. Luckily, I'm not in that situation. Yeah. But I couldn't, I would feel like a waste, man. As long as I, my, my thing is, as long as I'm making money but doing it for myself, then I'm, I, 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 I feel good, man. So I think the main thing from that, what you said as well, is that you're talking from someone who sounds like he's found a purpose, yeah. like myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing things that fulfill us. But obviously, what Ty's saying is like, which I think the main takeaway from that is like, if you ain't found a fulfillment, do you know what fulfills me? Just getting up when I want to get up and doing what I want to do. But obviously, that is some people freedom, yeah. freedom, yeah. yeah. That's what freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we need. Yeah, so finding freedom. Why? I can't lie. I'm just thinking. When you know, I was talking. No one didn't really mention that. Like to get where you need to get, like the figures. So like you set something in your mind, but you have to be confident you can get that first. You get what I'm saying? If you're not confident you can get that digit, then you're never gonna get it, bro. What brings that confidence? the reasons uh, a lot of things what you do in your life like how you talk to yourself exercise what you eat all these sort of things this guy obviously I'm just touching back on the point mm. when you was talking about like all the figures and everyone was talking about figures and that but no one didn't really mention it but I think it's a lot to do with your mind as well isn't it? Like, your mindset you mindset. believe you can do it and you can reach that goal and you're confident you're sure you can then you get there bro yeah, we ain't really touched on mindset still. Yeah, it's that everything's been quite physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually mm-hmm. doing. That's why I, I, I know I, I come off a bit top, um, subject there, but that's what was on my head for it's a long, not, long, long time. Yet, all but, mm. Yeah, I think that we didn't touch on that, innit? Like, we're all talking about figures. I feel like that's the foundation. The mindset is the foundation. But yeah. you know, you see with the mindset uh, thing as well. Yeah. Uh, that was, you see the mindset, it's, yo, I can say I'm the biggest person, but if I'm not doing the work, it doesn't matter who the fuck I say I am. It's, all, it's, all it's what I'm doing. Though, it's what it's I'm doing. It's a I get it, but I have to, you have to do something in order to be the person. Agreed. You Agreed. Yeah, you you can you can do it first. It's not a secret yeah. thing. Yeah. Because you are doing what you're doing. Nah, but yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah they, they compliment one another. Yeah. You have saying, the idea and yeah, the yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Of the but you know, I will say on that point, like obviously like, with the content I put out, sometimes people throw that word like, oh yeah, you're the motivation thing. And that's never really my intention. But I always say like, you can't tell a man who is trying to work out how to feed his family to just be positive. Like I used to, I used to fall into that trap of like, yeah, don't get me wrong. A mindset shift changed my life, but you can't tell someone who is in survival mode. See when I'm in survival mode, I don't hear you, bro. I don't even think I can get up, let alone make this, that money. Like I just want to just get to the door, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this then. How do you deal with depression or a low mood and still having to operate at a relatively high level? I, I think I think when you're I always you always hear me refer to survival and growth modes yeah because I think they're two different modes I think we a lot of us were raised in survival and we have to shift it and undo some patterns yeah and when it comes to like I'm depressed and I've got all these things to deal with bro the harsh reality is at the time you can't bro like like I used to be I used to say see depression as just like but you're not depressed just pattern up da, 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 da. bro you can't like you couldn't have told me when I'm dead broke going through the mad, maddest of mad just shift my mindset like like don't get me wrong I'm a big you know me I'm a big mindset person like so so a lot of people will actually think it's mad I'm saying this but I know the truth like that's the cut in the crap like you can't just tell a man like bro all you gotta do bro is just pick because I've tried to do it with my brethren I'm like bro Chris, sorry to cut go you, on. But talk to them about when you you taught me about doing nothing. Yeah, like the art of doing nothing. Like it's it's um it's an Italian concept called dolce far niente. So it's like it basically means the art of doing nothing. Yeah, 
And a lot of us, like, we're programmed to just always do, right? It's just do, hustle and tight, like, do, 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 get up, do, 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 go, 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 go. Like, bro, what are you slacking for, bro? Go, go, go. But we're never taught the power in doing nothing because being on the bench is where you can really learn how to master the playing of the game. But a lot of us, we think that's slacking and it's lack because we live in a way of our, our mindset is if we don't do, it's fear, bro. It's all fear. If we don't get up and do X, Y, Z, we're going to fall behind. That's fear. So we live off of fear. And, and why is referring to that is because sometimes when your brethren saying to you, bro, I'm going through it, da, 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 most men will be like, just pan up, read this book. Da, 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 da. Bro, sometimes I say to my brethren, bro, do nothing for 30 days, bro. Listen to yourself. Like, work out what's going on in here. Like, listen to you. Do nothing. Work out what you gravitate to. Work out, like, what's going right. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like the, the, the art of doing nothing is is a harder task than doing. Man can't do nothing, bro. Tell me this then. What, what do you say to the person that... <laughs> that was a gemstone. <laughs> That's a clippable. Yeah, 100% I hear that. What do you say to the man that is back against the wall, mm. stressed out, you're telling him to do nothing and he feels like, yo, if I do nothing, my whole world's gonna end. And that was 100%. I, I even got a pod about this. I, that was me. Man was telling me, do nothing. I'm saying, bro, what do you mean? My man's calling. I got this to pay. I got that to pay. And that's why I'm saying it's actually a myth. You, in, that, in that position, if that person's in that position, you can't give them a solution. All you can do is just guide them. Because when I was in it and the man was telling me, just meditate, meditate, big man. I got bills to pay. I ain't got time to meditate. But, but what I'm saying is if you can grasp that mindset shift whilst it's peak and there's pressure to then be able to achieve the art of doing nothing, you're gone. Because that's being able to breathe during a time you should panic. Most men can't do that, bro. Let me ask him, as a younger person, do you feel like you um, deal with stress well or do you even acknowledge that you go through stress or depression or anything like that? I'd say I'm fortunate to where I haven't really dealt with it yet i think i deal with stress well in a sense of i'm just super laid back so most of the time man just brush it off but with that being said i am fortunate where i haven't actually had to come across anything that would make me feel or make me be depressed okay. can i ask you a question you see like how you've you've been successful financially making a lot more money than people your age and older mm. See, when you was in the process of figuring that out, yeah, did you mm. ever feel like there was a pressure where you had to make money? Like, I need to get this, or was it just proper calm? Where it's like I, organically, it's like, yeah, organic, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't feel pressure. I didn't feel pressure because I. This is gonna sound mad. I knew it was coming, so I didn't feel pressure. I wanted it to come quickly, and I wanted it to come um, to happen faster. I would say I feel more pressure now. Um, and it's something that Tris said on a podcast, the more you start to do, the more you start to build a mask. When I've got nothing, I've got no pressure because we all got nothing. So it's calm. Now I've got, quote unquote, something. I've been on here, I'm saying I'm doing this. Now I feel pressure. Well, next month, I've got to do I had a good month this month. Next month, I've got to have another good month. month for the rest of yeah, exactly. yeah, you, know, you, know, you know, I asked that, yeah, because I was speaking to someone, yeah. Basically, I had someone uh, in, in the studio with me, helping me out. Mm. with some content that I was making and I was saying to him like bro like why aren't you just not focusing on your thing like you don't need to do anything else you don't need to because he's telling me he's going to go get a certain job and I'm like well why do you need to get that job when you've already got skill sets and he's saying oh I need to get this laptop or I need to get this or, and he's like there's so many self-imposed uh, barriers, barriers and, mm. and pressure that he's putting on himself saying that he needs to get this and he needs to get that where it's like 
you live at home, bro. Like, mm. there's no bills, there's no kids, there's no, there's no rent, there's no nothing. Like, you're in the best position ever to just focus mm-hmm. on doing what it is that you're good at and what you like. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I wanted to ask you that in it because you have a similar age. Yeah, no, I, I was, I was quite good at that in a sense where I was quite secure in where I was. So even though I wasn't doing what I had hoped to do, I wasn't shy. I didn't shy away from it. I didn't want to show anybody. I didn't. I wasn't scared of it. I was just wasn't doing what I wanted to do. So I was just cracking on. And that was literally it. Proper, proper. What do you think stops other young people from doing that? Like why, why, what is the circumstances that put you in this position? And why is it different from others? Because again, even though we're throwing out these numbers, you are still Mm. representing the cream of the crop here. Yeah. Um, I think I would say confidence and discipline. That's the two things. I believed I could do it. And then once I believed I could do it, I made a plan. And then I just did the plan. Like my approach to it was very, you could say monotonous. I was just did the same thing every single day. That was, that was literally it. Can I ask, what's the level of education that you like got? So I didn't go to uni, but I went, I did obviously my GCSEs and I did my A-levels. I, I went to uni, but I, dro- I went Birmingham, but I dropped out first year. But my, my like I come from... Like I have a very uh, like a opposite background. I come from, in this sense. I've, I come from the hood, but my mum put a lot into our education, so I was well educated. But it was in the middle of the hood at the same time. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, I think we've been going on for a bit of time now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my kind of convo, though. Guys. You know what? Yeah. Last, 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 very last question. Yeah. So cut the crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's your lot's mm. brand in it, but, mm-hmm. but what is that though? Just so that people know, is it a clothing brand? No, podcast, no, 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 like no. what is it? No, so Cut the Crap came from um, a, a consecutive amount of losses. And it was realizing, like Cam said, like a lot of us in business and branding and whatever, the success, we wear masks. A lot of us are scared to say we failed. We think that it's embarrassing and stuff. And when I hit certain rock bottoms, I realized that the way to get back up was start cutting the crap, telling the truth, first step tell the truth to myself, then the people around and then the world and then start to build back up. So cutting the crap is just literally about going places and just telling the harsh truth, like just being real, like no mask, don't care if man think man's cool or, do you know what I mean? Like don't, like, I, I, I said, I made a statement online. I said like, I spent my 20s subscribed to like what people think and that, like, I don't know. I'm unsubscribing from that shit, man. But, but what is it though? If someone said to you, "What?" I get that. It's just that, a mindset. It's, I, no, I, but is it a clothing brand? Nah, it's not. Nah. Is movement. it a platform? What is it? Is, is, nah, is it a program? It's gonna be no, a nah. movement. More, I would say a movement. Yeah, it's a it's a brand in the sense of so my sales boot camp is called Cut the Crap Sales. Okay, me and him are about to start a pod called Cut the Crap. Um, but like it's just yeah. That's nah, your movement. It's the movement. It's the movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movement. Yeah, yeah. Proper. Last question. Have they got magazine in Dubai? Mag- oh, bruv, you know, I know you follow me. I know you haven't. <laughs> bro, they don't have no magnums. Need to get them out there, man, lads. I get them shipped in. Distribution, man, come on. Word, man. The man don't do physical products, man. No, 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 but listen, you lot, sick convo, bro. Like, this is what I said to him earlier. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't really want to keep doing the, like, hey, so tell us about how you started and all that shit. Like, I wanted convos like this. This yeah. is sick. So big up you lot for having us on, man. Yeah, nah, man. Big yeah, up man, you, man. Thank you to six. all of you. Nah, sick, sick, sick. Thank you yeah, for having us, man. Chris, Cam, yeah, man. Ty, Jim Busy. Love the studio as well, man. Mm. Yeah. yeah, sick, sick. Nah, big up you much. lot, man. Where man's back in UK, we have to do this again, bro. 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. That's Chris what his biggest sin was, man.
Det är ju Finance and we're out.